You wanna know more, more, more about me? Fridays at 7.30. Oops. Did something interrupt this podcast? Well, this is the perfect time for a bathroom break or coffee time. And now, back to the show. Because I'm a wannabe Welcome to another episode of the Somali Nomad, and I have an awesome, awesome guest with me today. This guy right here is one of my uh, very good friends. I've known this guy since college, um, and uh, it was an honor to have uh, talk with this guy right now, and I wanted to bring him on the podcast. So, yo, man, introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, what's up, man? What's up, Samu, man? Yo, it's so good to see you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, my name is Anaska D. People call me Anaska, people call me D, people call me Didi, and you can call me what you like. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I, I know Rosami from, uh, back in the script writing days. <laughs> Man, like, we would, uh, yes. I think it's enough said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 I mean, like. It's cool. I'm still. I'm still thinking about the times, man. Yeah, like, yeah. It's been. It's been ten years, right? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And script writing was definitely one of my my favorite courses that I took. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It really. Uh, I feel like it really shaped us on basically how to write, how to record, how to direct, how to produce. Um, yeah. Like 
basically every kind of medium possible. Like, I wouldn't be able yeah. to write a book or do this podcast this day without that. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and it was ahead of its time, I feel like, this program. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like, we got to go to Toronto and pitch our, like, show ideas. Yeah. Like, yeah. I only dreamed that I could be able to do that. And, yeah. And that program showed us that we can. So. Yeah. So props to that program for absolutely, sure. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it was a life changer for me, and I know it's the same for you and every, all our other uh, classmates at the time as well. So, yeah, yeah. man. Uh, so, Didi, man, uh, tell everybody a bit about yourself and uh, like what you do at the moment. Well, uh, I am an artist. I've always been an artist uh, ever since the beginning. Um, but uh, I would also say that I'm a storyteller. So, artist storyteller who is learning to sell stories through animation. And um, so, uh, and also I, li I like to do uh, recreation as well, which is like pretty much doing activities with either seniors, people with disabilities, or kids. Um, I'm gonna be uh, teaching um, kids how to draw some cartoons as well, and stuff like that, so. Um, I'm a, I'm the kind of guy that loves art and loves connecting with people, and being able to put those two things together is, ah, it's magic for me, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I wanted like to ask you because like uh, obviously we're just uh, I kind of know what your status is, but you want to tell like the audience like uh, what your current status is at the moment. Well, uh, sorry, I'm taken. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, I've been uh, together with my partner for 10 years, 10 years now, and um, it's, uh, it's been wonderful. It's been wonderful. I would say that we are pretty much married. You know, we would have the whole ceremony and stuff like that if, yeah. if it wasn't for covid uh, shutting everything down and stuff like that, yeah. but um, yeah, we are definitely life partners. Man, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. So yeah. I want to um, kind of like rewind a bit. So, uh, what was um, history like for you before, like uh, you met your partner? What was your, your like your dating history like? What were you like before you you met your current uh, partner? Man, I was just a really shy, quiet dude. And, um, you know, people thought I was cute. I knew that, but I never really acted, acted on it. Um, I kind of was just, as much as I wanted to be in a relationship, I wanted it to be a good relationship. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Part of me was like, like it was, it was a whole combination of things. Like, if, if we're starting like early on, like how, how far back are we talking? Like, are we talking about like? Uh, it could be uh, probably like high school pastish. High school pastish, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, so I was definitely like a hopeless romantic. Okay. You know, like I just. I just wanted to find someone to treat really nicely, like, mm. all the time, and yeah. treat them really well, mm. and um, that was kind of, like, 
around high school. Yeah. Like late high school. Yeah. That was me being very shy, but really, really wanting a relationship. Mm. And then when I got to college, it was me feeling cool, but not wanting a relationship as much. Mm. But I was still open to whatever was out there, because college was new and everything like that. And then that's when I got my first girlfriend in college. And and she, you know, expressed her feelings to me. So, and as much as I liked her, I think it's like that initial, like, I like you, um, just automatically made me feel like, oh, there's potential, you know? Oh, like, you know, she could be my girlfriend. And that's, that's how it was. Uh, that lasted maybe like six months. Um, so my, yeah, that was my first relationship in college, lasted six months, and we're still friends today, me and, um, me and that person, and, uh, from there, it was like, yeah, so after that, I was like, I was, I was a romantic kind of guy, I was really caring towards her and that relationship ended uh, I was basically uh, I was a clingy dude I was a clingy dude I really liked um, I really liked having that attention I thought that relationships had to be a certain way uh, I felt like there were certain rules for relationships or expectations and um, it was my first relationship, and I expected that this person knew uh, exactly how to treat me. Um, I think that was, I mean, now that I think about it, it's pretty unfair, but I just thought I was the nicest guy in the world anyways. So I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. Um, and so I'm not like completely putting like the blame on myself kind of thing, but, uh, basically, um, it was my fault that the relationship ended. So she ended the relationship with me and, um, that was, I guess my first kind of like heartbreak because I thought like it was like oh we're gonna be together forever right yeah. she's a nice person I'm a nice person why would we ever fight <laughs> yeah. um, but um, that didn't that uh, that's not true that's uh, um, yeah so from there uh, from there we broke up and we still stayed friends and then I didn't care about being super romantic and yeah. and charming anymore. Yeah. I was like straight up just 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 caring about myself, mm-hmm. you know. Um, from there 
I got into another relationship. So th- right there, um, that was that was when I was in college, uh, and that relationship ended. And then I got into a new relationship with someone that I knew liked me. Um, so I seeked. I just kind of like. Like, I knew that she liked me, so I knew that we can date, you know? And so, I showed my interest, and we started dating pretty much immediately. But, you know, for me, it was the obvious rebound, in a way. Um, And I treated the relationship as different as... You know, I treated it differently than I treated my first relationship. Mm-hmm. I was more like, you know, I was more cool. I was more to myself. You know, I didn't, I wasn't too emotional. I wasn't too expressive. Um, you know, and um, I, I just kind of. Um, was more like um, I don't know. I just I was a, I was a bit more disconnected emotionally, you know. Um, and then I realized like that wasn't the relationship that I really wanted, mm-hmm. um, and so. Uh, I, I ended that relationship because there was no there was no connection except for like the the uh, title of boyfriend and girlfriend, you know. So so when that ended, the relation the relationship ended. The friendship pretty much ended too, because we were just those titles. Um, so so there's that and. It's not like, you know, I'm not happy to lose a friend, but, man, you know, there's, there's so many friends out there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, (laughs) sorry, don't mean to sound harsh or anything like that, but when I think about it, I'm just like, you know what, I don't want to keep all the friends I have now. (laughs) I'm a jerk, Uh, but, but yeah, it's, um. it's, uh, you know, I wish them the best. I wish them the best. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And there was maybe a few dates here and there. And a few, you know, but nothing really putting my full heart into it. Um, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't until I... You know, I joined a dating site. Uh, there was plenty of fish at the time, and uh, sorry if I'm advertising. Go ahead, go ahead. I don't ahead. need to advertise for anyone. No, it's else, not the first so time yeah. someone dropped plenty of fish oh, okay, cool, on the podcast. Cool. So <laughs> go ahead, man. Cool. So, so there was that, um, and um, basically, I said I was looking for a friend. 
You know, I didn't I didn't really say that on the on the I didn't really say what I was really like looking for. I said who I am, but I just expected the person to show me who they are. Mm. You know, um, so um, basically, I saw this girl who I thought was pretty, and she had the Zelda shirt on. And I'm like, yo, that's, I like this girl. I like this girl already. And um, she got a, pretty much a different, um, she got a different message than everybody else. Everybody else that I would meet on, not meet, but everybody else that I messaged on Plenty of Fish, it was just a copy, paste, you know, same message here and there. But um, uh, for my partner now, uh, she got a special one. (laughs) It doesn't make, I know it doesn't make me sound like a good guy or anything like that. Like, oh, be proud of me, but, you know, like, she, I don't know, she deserved a unique message. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, and from there, you know, the dates happen. I could, I could, like, I'll, I guess I'll go into detail, like, in the next, I'm not sure what the next question is, but, um, long question short, I was a super romantic guy, then I kind of became a bit of a, you know, apathetic kind of smooth dude I guess yeah <laughs> and then now I you know now I am the person I am today and uh, I'm sure we'll probably get into that <laughs> absolutely I'm glad you went in detail because you actually covered the next question I had in regards to how you met your partner and uh, oh, okay. I guess uh, you met her on Plenty of Fish yeah and uh what was like the initial like uh, what kind of like stuff did you guys do afterwards? Like what kind of dates and fun stuff did you guys uh, uh, do and go? Uh, well, yeah, the I guess well I still remember the first the first date is we we met up at a mall and uh, we just we walked around like I asked if she wanted to eat anything and she didn't and I guess she was kind of shy around eating around me or something. Yeah. But I, I got myself a poutine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got her a drink, um, a pop or something. Um, and, and yeah, and so, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I like to be comfortable. Like, I don't like to put on, like, any kind of act or anything like yeah. that. You know, I think if I try to, if I try to have any kind of act, it, uh, it makes me feel, um, I don't know. It makes me feel more stressed. Like I, yeah. I gotta, I gotta put on this performance. And I gotta keep yeah. it up. It's like, nah. Yeah. I just rather be myself. I'm gonna get a pretend. Yeah. So, um, uh, from there, what did we do? We took a walk. Um, walked around the mall, and you know, she. <laughs> uh, what was it? It was because it was around the time where we were. We knew each other, right? 
10 years ago, yeah. we were in the same program. 10 yeah. years ago was when yeah. I, I met my partner. And um, I remember we were just... Uh, I, I don't remember... How did you feel about that movie, Sucker Punch? Do you remember? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, it was me, you, Vince, Kevin, and, uh, and uh, Jim. And we all watched it. It was Kevin's Kevin wanted to watch it because it of because uh, of the director. It was Zack Snyder, right? Zack Snyder's film. Was it Zack Snyder? Yeah, yeah, okay. it was. It was. And uh, I was, I it was kind of confusing. I'm not gonna lie. When yeah. I left, I was like, "What the hell?" Like, yeah, it, yeah. It was weird. It was weird. Well, I mean, like, I mean, it was just so funny because our boy hyped it up. Yeah, Kevin and hyped it up a lot, a lot because he loved everything Zack Snyder. So he's like, "Oh yeah. my god, it's amazing!" And we watched yeah. that, and just like, "What the hell?" He's like, "There's a part where like." They're literally inspired by steampunk. I'm like, what the fuck is steampunk? I'm like, I have no idea. They got those shoulder, the steampunk zombies, they get shot, steam shoots from them. Yeah. Is that what steampunk is? Like, anyways. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I think she said she liked that movie. And I just, you know, I just laughed and dissed her and stuff like that just because the movie that we saw yeah so so I guess I I guess I met her while we were in the program okay okay yeah okay I think I was single at the start of the program you were yeah I remember yeah oh snap yeah we saw Sucker Punch yeah and on our first date I remember dissing her yeah. For liking Sucker Punch. Wow. So that means, yeah, we saw that movie before I first met her. Yeah, oh. Sucker Punch came March of 2011. I remember that. Okay, yeah. so yeah, it was around that time. Yeah. Huh. So this was like closer to the end of our program when you met her. And you went out a date with her then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. That's why, that makes sense why you, uh, I never saw you with her during the program. It oh, makes a lot okay. of sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was July, July 2000, July 19, 2011 was our first, uh... Yeah, so it was during yeah. summer. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that was, uh, that was our first date. Our second date, it was, um, seeing a movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we saw a movie. She had, like, pneumonia mm. on the second day. Wow. And, like, I didn't even know. <laughs> like, she, she was sick. She was, like, freezing. And it was, like, super, like, sunny outside. Yeah. And, like, so I was, like, really confused. But I didn't put it together that, like, she was, she was sick. Oh, wow. But she had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, had a, I had a great time, too. <laughs> and, um. Yeah, so we always remember that because, you know, if, uh, I mean, she tells me if she was able to enjoy herself that much yeah, and actually having pneumonia, like she had to go to the hospital the next day, yeah, um, then, yeah, she's, I'm, I'm worth it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That is, that's, uh, that is kind of sweet. I'm gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. That's actually pretty dope, man. Uh, Thanks, man. So, what did you learn about the relationship so far that you guys been with, uh, been together with? So now it's been basically ten years since you've been dating her. 
Uh, and obviously, you guys are kind of like more or less uh, committed, like a really long committed relationship. So, what have you guys learned so far? Uh, we learned that number one is that you know, um, just be we can we can be ourselves. We can be ourselves all the time. Um, we don't have to put on any front. We don't. We don't play, like, I was going to say, like, we don't, like, play games with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we don't, like, test each other. Yeah. Or be like, you should know what I'm thinking. Or something like that, you know? Like, I mean, like, yeah, okay, okay. Maybe sometimes we'll do that. Sometimes we'll fight. And sometimes we'll, we'll, what we learned and basically learned from each other is that we can be honest and uh, authentic with each other. Um, we learned uh, that, um, like, I want to say not everything is set in stone. Like, like, yeah. like, basically, like, you know, it's okay to have a plan, mm-hmm. you know, to plan things out, but at the same time, um, you never know what life is going to hand you. Mm. So, you gotta know, like, are you guys going to be able to handle something that, you know, rocks your path? Yeah. Um, you know, because um, I'm, what, 33, and I believe, like, all oh, my life should be, like, here right now or something like that, you know? And, um, and sometimes a, a partner is in that, that vision that you have. Um, and when you have that partner in that vision, um, that partner is basically beside you the whole time. Uh, do you see yourself settling down with your significant, uh, with your partner? Cause you mentioned, uh, COVID kind of more or less affected the plans of that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're definitely... Um, um, de- I definitely uh, plan to settle with my significant other. Um, and it's it's an interesting life that, that I'd be settling into. Yeah. Um, I... Like, uh, with my partner... Like, we kind of have, like, a, a farm together. Yeah. Um, and uh, we got ducks. We got geese. We got peacocks. We got pigs. We got cats. We got all these animals. And they're all pets, yeah. you know? Yeah. They're all pets. They all have names. So we don't eat them. Um, and... And it's, you know, in the middle of nature, uh, in the middle of the woods, um, you know, there's, like, no neighbors nearby, and there's no, like, street lights or nothing. It's just, just straight up nature. (laughs) And it's, like, it's, a. I feel like it's, um, 
it's a life that I didn't expect that I would actually like. Mm. And there's times where I still even question it. But then each time I am away from it, you know, if I'm either going somewhere for school or for work or something like that, I miss it. You know, I miss the stresses. I miss the responsibilities, mm-hmm. you know, and I miss being with my partner. And so, um, I settle down with her with any kind of life that, you know, we would live together. And who knows if that's healthy or not, you know? So, um, it's, it's one of those things, I guess I'm kind of like a, I feel like love conquers all kind of thing for mm-hmm. me, in a way, where there's so many things I'm not sure about life, but I'm sure about my love for my partner. Um, and uh, so, yeah, like I definitely would settle down with her, and I'd settle down with her anywhere. There's been, there's been times where, like, our lifestyles could be, like, challenged as well, you know? Um, you know, uh, one thing that could be something that lots of people in relationships might be able to relate with is when one per- person would like kids and the other person would not like kids, you know? And, uh, not like to have kids, I mean, and, um, and usually people say that people should just break up, you know, uh, in this situation, one of us wants kids, one of us doesn't want kids, or one of us is not sure. I want kids. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just put it on the spot. Uh, actually, actually, no. Uh, yeah. And, um, and so I thought that the relationship would have to end, you know? And it kind of, it kind of did at one point. And, and as soon as we had distance from each other, I knew that I still loved her. And that was, that's not what I want distance from. You know, I didn't want to have to distance myself from her if I loved her. And something as important as me wanting kids... Um, just didn't. It just didn't matter. <laughs> now people might think I'm crazy or something like that, which is totally fine. Um, I do have faith that, you know, we may have kids sometime in the future. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I said my name. 
It's all good, man. You're you're just, you're just kind of like putting it out there, you know, letting letting people know how you feel. So there's a lot of people that would appreciate that, you know. Yeah, yeah, and like it's like the reason I say that I'm sure that I'm going to be with her forever is because there's times where it tested the relationship. There's times where. Um, there's times where we had to be separated to, you know, to see where we stand. Uh, what do you think is the defining quality uh, that shapes your relationship with your significant other? Um, let's see. What do I think is the defining quality? Yeah. Uh, I would say... Communication. Definitely communication. We talk to each other about everything. Um, I do more of the talking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, we talk to each other. We, you know, we reassure each other that um, we're doing okay. Um, You know, we go to each other for support because we know that you know we don't want to lie to each other we want to be honest with each other so if you know if if she is saying something very supportive to me I'm going to believe her you know um, same, same thing with her uh, vice versa and um communicate um like let's say if we fight or something like that yeah um we make sure that you know the fight isn't like we don't leave the fight unsolved you know like there's times where like if things like oh it's uh it's a busy time like I need to go and do this you know and we can't finish what we're fighting about, it won't last, like, the silence won't last um, longer than 24 hours, you know, like, we'd, we have to solve it before, before going to bed, or, you know, yeah. um, and that's just because we need to communicate, and we know, like, that is how we, that's how, that's how we, um, stay on the same page you know yeah. awesome that's awesome um how would you recommend people on looking to land someone for a long term relationship uh cause you mentioned uh um you met uh your current uh partner on uh plenty of fish so uh and there's something I kind of wrote about in the book as well uh in regards to you know uh people using matchmaking apps and uh and finding uh, like people for relationships you know or even for dating for that matter um and especially during the pandemic it's, pr- it's pretty much hard for a lot of people to meet people in person nowadays right yeah, yeah. so is that something that you would recommend like kind of like in the same boat that you're in like use a matchmaking app like obviously you met her long before the pandemic happened there's like been years uh do you recommend that route or do you recommend people kind of like you know 
talk to people casually, like uh, like uh, in bars or like you know places or parties or stuff like that, or even getting a friend hookup or mm. that kind of stuff. Like, what do you think? How do you think people should land someone for like a long relationship for a guy or for a girl for that matter? Oh, this is a fun question. This is like, imagine I was single and yeah. you know how would I, yeah, you know. Yeah. What would my game be? Exactly. Because you're out of the market. But <laughs> imagine that, that. That scenario would be perfectly out. Like, imagine you're back on the market. Like, what would what would Didi do? Like, oh. what would Didi recommend? Uh, well, Didi wouldn't be looking for a long-term relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I guess... Um, there's matchmaking apps for sure, uh, cause that, that you'd be able to, to quickly find out who shares the same interests with you, um, if you're attracted to the person, um, and how close they are, you know, (laughs) like, just, you know, if, if someone's you know, I mean, it's not like uh, I'm saying long distance relationships don't work or something like that, but um, you know, it's a uh, it it depends on how you want to. I mean, like now that it's a pandemic time, uh, distance shouldn't matter too much. Yeah. Or remote remoteness. Yeah. Shouldn't, shouldn't matter, matter too much. much. Yeah. Shouldn't matter too much. I yeah. think it's it's great to make uh, connections. Yeah. From all over the world, um, so uh, there's that. There's connection between friends for sure, um, but I would first thing I would suggest though is if you're looking for a lifelong partner, is uh, kind of get to know yourself a bit more, mm-hmm. you know, um, because you're going to have expectations of another person and, um, you're not at where you're supposed to be yet, you know, um, that's just, that's just a bit of advice, that's, like, I'm not saying that you got to be a perfect person before you find, yeah you know, your soulmate or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, just know that, you know, when you're looking for your life partner, you don't know that they're your life partner yet. You know, you could only know they're your life partner when that moment happens. Um, so just look for a partner. Yeah. You know, just a regular partner, a friend. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, someone that shares the same interests as you, someone, someone that, that just, that just interests you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you could find that, you could find that through friends, you could find that through different kind of meetup sites, um, sites where you could have, you could share them, uh, certain interests like video games or murder mysteries or um, 
science fiction or something like that, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, because basically, who knows, who, know, who knows how long you'll be with your partner for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's, anything can happen. That is, yeah, you're right, you're right. Anything's happened, so it's always, you, you kind of like, uh, more or less, you know, keep an open mind, you know, always kind of like know that life can make you turns <laughs> most of the time. It does yeah. happen, yeah, yeah. I know that personally, especially during the pandemic, you know. Talk the pandemic, like, the pandemic really puts a challenge on how people need to connect now, yeah. you know. Yeah. So when you're connecting with someone, it's it's got to be digitally it's got to be from a certain distance uh you can't rely on you know on um you know physically being there with the person and you, you know having that kind of eye contact yeah. you know that kind of body language yeah you know you you have to do it behind the screen you have yeah. to do it behind text and stuff like that and so it's a challenge, but it's, I think it's a good challenge because it pushes you to connect even deeper. Yeah. And then when you do see each other, the anticipation of seeing each other, it's, it's going to make a new experience, you know, yeah. a new special moment in the relationship. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's, you know, I think that is the the um, I think that I think I think that COVID or uh, sorry um, yeah the what, pandemic what, um, itself yeah the pandemic yeah has uh, yeah put an interesting challenge on people's uh, social lives um, but at the same time uh it's a challenge that pushes us to, to be even stronger. Um, and, you know, it also challenged people in relationships as well uh, during the pandemic, you know, and, you know, challenging them on staying together or challenging them on being distant, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird time. Yeah, yeah, it's a very weird time. Last year's a little bit more scary, but you know we're getting out of it now, so it's mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But uh, it's good. It's good to uh, it's good to have that mentality. Uh, just kind of like going through the flow, making sure you know, especially the pandemic, like anything can happen. So be kind of be aware of it. It's not just about you know like relationships. It can be anything in general at this point. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask is, uh, what advice would you like uh, want to tell? Uh, women on how to improve on their relationship with men based on like your experience with uh, your current uh, relationship with your partner uh, let's see um, I would say don't stop don't stop expressing your feelings because um, you know when, when you do that I think it's important. 
I think it's important as a woman to express your feelings and uh, there'll be times where you're probably told not to. Um, but more. I think I know where you're coming from. Like, for example, like um, basically if you are like, you know, getting into a dispute with her, right? And yeah. she's saying something that she doesn't, you know, 100% she doesn't mean, right? Sometimes. And you're like, like, let it out. Like, you know, just tell me exactly, like, what's wrong. Yeah. That, but, that kind of thing you're meaning. Yeah. Like, yeah. like things like, um, sometimes people might say, like, women are, are too emotional or something like that, you know? And um, that, that stigma of women being too emotional can also make them shut off their emotions, you know? Um, but I, I don't, I'm not sure if that's, that's really what you're asking for the question. No, it's a yeah. big thing. Like, I think you said, like, you, it's something I've heard from other guys, like, you know, let like, kind of like full honesty is, is, is what you're kind of aiming for in regards to like, basically for women, like, uh, like, like, especially emotionally speaking, when they, like, even guys too sometimes, they, they kind of hold back sometimes what they're truly yeah. feeling, right? And, like, I think, honest, that kind of stuff, I feel like sometimes people don't truly get what they're saying, especially if they get in arguments. You see that in families with friends, that yeah. kind of stuff. They, like, you can feel like they're saying something, but they're holding back because they don't want to really truly say what they're about to say, right? Yeah. So I think that's what you're kind of getting at in a sense, right? Like, if you're getting into those disputes with your partner, yeah. let it all out, you know what I mean? Don't let anything like hold back, you know. Just like let it all out and see where the cards may fall, type yeah. type of thing. Yeah. 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 And let me uh, flip to the question in regards to men. Mm. Do you have any advice for men in regards to like, uh, uh, and how they can improve on the relationship with women, in like in committed relationships? What's like the one thing you like tell tell guys like, okay, you're in this relationship, make sure you do this or you avoid this this. Okay. So, I would say for men, let go, let go of, like, the macho stereotype. Because that, that does not make you seem stronger than you actually are. And that, you know. Um, like I feel like it's it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. You know, it's okay to to show certain weaknesses and stuff like that because it makes you human. Mm -hmm. It makes you someone that you can connect with. You mm -hmm. know, um, you know when you know, and you could pretend that you have no weaknesses and stuff like that, but eventually it's it's gonna come out. It's gonna show. Um, you know, the person that's with you. Um, your partner needs to see those vulnerabilities, needs to to know you're human, you know what I mean? And and um, I feel like when when someone puts that like that arrogant macho facade, they're really limiting themselves from a real human connection. They're just getting the um, what's that word? superficial 
That's well said. I think that's what's said. Uh, before I wrap up this episode, my man, you got any uh, final words you want to impart on the audience? Uh, let's you see. You want to throw any plugs? <laughs> any plugs? Oh, man. Uh, uh, I should, but you know what? I'm, I'm hoping I could, I could probably come back sometime and we could talk some more. Yeah. And I'll have some more things ready. For, for for next time. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, I'm just uh, working on my art. Um, uh, if you if you're looking for any logo artwork or anything like that, um, do you have any? Is are any anyone able to see any like websites like under this or anything like that? Yeah, or? I can. I'll tag you on Instagram. Okay, cool. So cool. people can find you. And yeah. uh, Didi is a natural artist, so if you guys want to hit up any of his arts, and the guy's in business, so hit him up. So I'll yeah. tag his uh, um, his uh, name on the Instagram on the video. So uh, so be able when you be able to see the clip, you'll be able to find his name on it. So yeah, they'll okay. be able to find you, and you know you'll make some business. Nice, People are interested man. in our work. Nice. This was fun. I, I hope I hope you got some good stuff, man. Like yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Perfect, man. First and foremost, my man, thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast. It's a long time coming. Uh, I really, really appreciate it, man. I really appreciate our friendship. Uh, we've known each other for 10 years and hopefully another another, another 10 and 20 or 30 more at this point, you know? Yeah. And I hope the success, man, especially with the animation, with the drawing, uh, you creating your own show that you're telling me before the podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping for big, big, better things for you, DD, you know? And uh, yeah. you're one of the few guys I know that can strive for that, so... Thanks, really man. appreciate it, my man, uh, for coming on. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming on the podcast. Uh, I, this is Somali Nomad. I'm your host, Sammy, and I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Peace.